0: Hey, it's another week of Amen, Brother Ben. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. It's Pastor Ben here. Thank you for listening. Uh, We are in the middle of a series called Fake News versus Good News. And yesterday, this past Sunday, I was able to preach one of the more challenging but I think most rewarding sermons of the series about this thing called Christian nationalism. If you don't know what it is, stick around. We're going to talk about it, what it does right. And what it does wrong. I know y'all judge what if you're gonna listen or not within that first twenty seconds or so. I see the clicks. I know the the human brain and how it works. I know how I flip through things. Uh, so hopefully you hadn't tuned me out because you're like, "What's a Christian nationalist?" I don't even know what that means. Maybe it's piqued your curiosity. This is something that gets practiced all the time in, well, at least in this neck of the woods in North Carolina, um, and you may not even know that you're doing it, um, I encourage you to go back, as I always do, and listen to the full sermons on Sunday because they give kind of the big picture. And, and what what I do on during the week a lot of times uh, is, is unpack some of the little stuff, some of the details that I don't get a chance to talk about on Sunday. Um, and so we're talking about Christian nationalism, which if you don't know what that is, uh, a simple definition uh, is when you take surface level Christian stuff, right? Not, not real deep, like but, but surface level Christian stuff, but then you take uh, an idolatrous level of nationalism, of American patriotism, of that American pride. Nothing wrong with being a patriot and loving your country, but when you take an idolatrous amount of that, you're like... Heavy on the patriotism, light on the Christianity, and you try to mix that together and form this, this kind of national God is the God of America um, type of nationalism that compares to the Israelites in the Old Testament where God had a chosen special people. And we try to take that mantle, you run into problems. And you end up compromising, you end up violating some of the scriptures uh, that and some of the commands that God has given us and misreading some of the other ones uh, for the sake of success and comfort and all these things. Uh, so I encourage you, as I always do, to go back and listen. Uh, but I want to talk today about something that I have, a, I, I have a hard time thinking that we do right. And this is not just... Because a lot of people, you know, I... I I knew that the week before last when I was talking about progressive Christians, that I was going to offend the liberals in my church. i I've been blessed that I've got a mixture um, of of political Democrats and liberals and and political Republicans and conservatives in my church. and so we're not just one side of the aisle or another, and we find a way to worship together. It's a beautiful thing. Um, but I find it really difficult, and this is something that I wish. Conservatives did better politically, uh, but Christians, whether you're conservative or liberal or wherever you fall, Christians need to do a better job of doing what Paul calls us to do in Romans 12:14, which is to bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them, right? I was—I played some clips uh, at the beginning of my sermon, as I've been doing, kind of showing the more outlandish examples of whatever uh, heresy or whatever aberration of Christianity we were talking about in this series. Uh, and so le- Sunday, I, I played clips of you know preachers saying that you know gays need to put a bullet in their head, right? Or or that they were, one guy was going to pray for Barack Obama. This is back in this. Sermon was like my back in in Obama's uh, presidency. Says my sermon is I hate Obama and I'm going to pray that he dies and goes to hell. That is not Christian. That ain't it, boss. And I see this happening on both sides of the aisle, right? I don't think that conservatives or liberals are better at this because when you when you begin to think so politically and so so um. Well, for instance, if you're a patriot, if you're so patriotic and you're so defensive of America and you're so defensive of a political party that uh, that is the most important thing, then you, you stop having that same grace and mercy and forgiveness and consideration for your enemies that Jesus calls for because you're just trying to win an argument. You're just trying to win a debate. You're just trying to win an election. So for years, I've heard, quote, fingers, Christians say disgusting things about Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama or recently Joe Biden or even guys like Colin Kaepernick. Look, I understand. You you don't have to agree with Colin Kaepernick on why he knelt or how or, or the fact that he did kneel during the national anthem. But the things that they said about this dude and all he did was take a knee, right? Uh, we're supposed to be better than that as Christians. And I, I've said the same thing for uh, Christians and and their attitude on Donald Trump and some of the you know some of the the Democrat Christians that I know have said some terrible things about uh, Trump and about some of the the Republicans in in the House. You don't have to like them, but you need to bless those who persecute you. By the way, this is we can't even bless people who agree differently than us. Think about this scripture. You need to bless those who persecute you. So let's say that I get persecuted for preaching uh, biblical marriage, biblical views on gender, or anything like that. That's probably the most likely thing that's going to get me put in in jail. Uh, And let's say someone jails me for that. I'm supposed to bless them. If someone uh, writes nasty things uh, in the comment section uh, or eggs my house because of the views of my biblical views that I'm holding up, Paul says bless them. Right? Jesus says the same thing. He says you need to bless them. You need to love your enemies. I know you've heard you're supposed to love uh, you know, you're supposed to love your your those people who love you, but anybody can do that. Love the people that hate you. Love the people who persecute you. Refuse to go down on their level and engage in that way, even though they deserve it. Even though they uh, they've said things and they they it would just be justice in your mind. We have to remember vengeance is God's. And God can take care of them way better than we can. And so one of the things that Christian nationalists need to do better is bless those who who persecute us. So um, even if you think that they are uh, disintegrating the very essence of America, right, they're pulling apart the Constitution. If they're if they're using the Bill of Rights as toilet paper, how dare them do How dare Joe Biden do this? How dare the Senate do this? How dare... Bless those who persecute you. You know, I, I'm not. I'm, you, I'm not going to judge you whether you voted for Trump or Biden. I think Christians voted for both, and I think that we'll we'll sort that out one day. Um, but one of the things that I heard a pastor say that troubled me one time was they were asking this pastor, "Why do you support Donald Trump the way you do?" Um, and there's, by the way, there's plenty of reasons there was um, to to vote for Donald Trump that I could see a Christian voting for Donald Trump. Uh, but the one thing that this pastor said that worried me is he said, you know, Christians are tired of getting pushed around, you know, people have been pushing the society has been pushing us around Christians for their beliefs. And we're tired of being pushed around. We're just happy to have someone on the block. that's, That's somebody on the playground that's willing to push back. That's not Christian. Right. Jesus says you're going to get pushed around and you should rejoice and be glad because you're doing it uh, the same way that Jesus and the prophets before him got pushed around for standing up for the right thing. So, like I said, in my sermon Sunday, we got to stop trying to solve heavenly problems with worldly earthly solutions. Right. Pray for those. Bless those who persecute you. Love your enemies. Don't return evil for more evil. Do things the way the Word of God tells us to do. And even if we have to suffer now, we will be blessed for it later. Christian nationalists need to do it better. Progressive Christians need to do it better. We all need to do it better. This is something that we can all take some notes and do better on. So that's what I'm praying for you today. We'll see you more tomorrow.